Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 583. If you'd like to have a copy of it, either CD or audio tape, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. They're free, including postage and handling. I have a message tonight, very strong message, a lot of Bible reading, a lot of commentary. I've got some letters and music for you. But right now, let's uh, uh, attend the throne of God uh, that he will come to anoint me and everything that is done on this program. Father, uh, let everyone's heart and spirit and their minds be open to receive the way, the truth, and the life unto eternal life. Only one name among men whereby we must be saved and that's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus said, I am the way, the only way to heaven, the only truth, and the only eternal life. No man cometh unto the Father but through me, by me, through me. So, Father, we ask that you make this clear and that you convict people with the fear of the Lord which is the beginning of wisdom, and the fear of the Lord, which is wisdom, and the fear of the Lord, which is the whole duty of man, is to fear you, fear the Lord, and keep your commandments. Now this alone tells us that we cannot sin any longer unless we want to spend eternity in the lake of fire. Lord, I pray that you present this in your way this evening, that souls may be saved in the church, the body of Christ, not Catholic church or false religions like that, um, but that the body of Christ, the true church of Christ, is edified, and that the uh, people in Radio Land, our listening audience, will receive it uh, for the uh, glory of God. In Jesus' name I pray, and everyone says amen. Amen. <laughs> Now, the Bible says that Enoch walked with God. He walked with him. And because of the fact that the Lord loved that so much that Enoch walked with God, he took him into the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, Enoch never died. He hasn't died yet. Either did Elijah until he came back in the form of John the Baptist. Enoch is on earth right now. And uh, he and his wife that's on the other side will come back, and uh, they both will be the two witnesses. And here's uh, myself singing with a Joe Leahy arrangement. My very favorite uh, arranger is, and uh, the song is, I'll Walk With God. Yeah. 
Praise the Lord, that was our orchestra and our choir. These people were just people on the streets. Uh, we combed the streets of Los Angeles, Hollywood, and we witnessed and testified to them. And together, um, we had some people in our church that had uh, some talent. They were just hippies, really. But uh, you can see how beautiful they sound. And uh, we had uh, this arranger that I really uh, love the way he arranges, Joe Leahy. He sensed, uh, he started scratching a, a bump on his nose, and it turned into cancer. And he was saved. I prayed him through before he died. But what an arranger he was. Um, just uh, magnificent. And most of these people that you hear that were saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, many of them, they fell away from the Lord. And the Bible says if you fall away, that um, you will uh, be, uh, you'll be in hell. The, your name will be blotted out of the Lamb's Book of Life. Right here in Romans 11, uh, chapter 11, verse 21 says, Because if God will not pardon the natural branches, uh, people that uh, fall away, or people that will not receive the gospel, then he says, you talking to the people of the Lord, talking to the people that were saved, then you, you people of the Lord, also will not be pardoned if you fall away. Now right there it tells you, and how many times do you have to um, hear these uh, scriptures uh, amply uh, define God's uh, severity 
and uh, that uh, you don't pay any attention to it whatsoever because people don't believe that the Lord is severe. Uh, but uh, he is. Uh, now, let's see. I had this... Um, for we uh, wrestle not against the, blood, uh, fla the flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Uh, and it says, for we walk uh, in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Uh, we do not war as the flesh wars. What does that mean? Because the fleshy people, the ones that are lost, war as the flesh wars. But we uh, that walk in the spirit, we walk in the flesh here, but we do not war uh, after the flesh or as the flesh wars. For the weapons of our militia, our warfare, are not carnal but mighty in God, or through God, or in God, uh, to the for the destruction of fortresses, to the pulling down of strongholds or fortresses, casting down imaginations, uh, destroying imaginations uh, or human reasonings or human plots or human arguments we cast those down because how can anybody reason against the word of God or imagine something or plot something against God or how can you destroy or bring arguments against God how can you bunky out there do that, huh? And every high thing or haughtiness or arrogance that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And what we do is by the Spirit of God bring everything into the captivity, every thought or imagination or argument to the obedience of Christ by his word and having in a readiness to punish all disobedience or it says revenge but it says to punish all disobedience when you're but only after our obedience is fulfilled so we have to obey the Lord first and make sure that we're obeying everything that he says uh, before we start calling the world to order as we have been commissioned to do by the Lord. How can we call the world to order if we ourselves uh, are out of order? Because God has planted you Gentiles into the olive tree, the supernatural olive tree. And because God will not uh, graft you into the uh, Jewish uh, or the godly um, olive tree because if God will not pardon you the natural branch because you're not supernatural if you're not saved you're just natural 
but you who are natural, uh, supernatural, also will not be pardoned because if you sin. Now the Lord will rip you out of the true olive tree and tear you to pieces. And this is what the Bible tells us. Amen? Okay, so we have to be aware. Um, as Romans 11.22 says, Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God. The goodness is if he allows you to, by faith, enter into the true olive tree. So he's uh, forgiven you, he's pardoned you, because you're natural. But he says, Behold, therefore, the goodness. But remember, he says, and also the severity of God. Because he, if you don't uh, keep the commandments, he'll pull you, rip you out of the true olive tree and tear you to pieces. So it's goodness that he lets you in uh, if you keep the commandments. But the severity of God is on them which fell away. Well, the Baptists and many other uh, cults tell you that you can't fall away. Once you're saved, you're always saved. But the Bible says in, uh, in them, on them which fell, severity. And it says, so, uh, so behold therefore the goodness and the severity of God on them which fell, severity. But towards thee, those of you that are still staying in the Lord and not keep, uh, and keeping his commandments, those of you that are not sinning any longer, but toward thee, goodness. But he warns here, if thou continue in his goodness, in other words, in keeping his commandments, otherwise you who are spiritual, those of you that are saved, those of you that have been grafted into the true olive tree, uh, otherwise, you also shall be cut off, killed, and sent to hell. Okay, now this is the real gospel, folks. Uh, do you think that God came into the world and uh, gave us the entire Old Testament to follow and showing the severity of his uh, himself drowning the entire world? and uh, pouring out sulfur and salt and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you think that he's kidding around now and he's going to endorse a bunch of uh, characters, a bunch of evil people today for uh, what they do? And no, he says that I am God and I change not. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Amen. So every high thing, you know, you're so haughty today and arrogant because you exalt yourself against the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God tells you that you're going to be ripped to pieces if you don't keep the commandments. He's going to rip you out of all that you think you're in a church and the church is telling you once saved, always saved. No, he says he'll blot your name out of the Lamb's book of life. And bringing into captivity, we have to capture every thought uh, of Christ to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to punish. How do you punish somebody 
Well, you tell them what the Word of God says, and it drives them crazy because they don't want to believe that. They want to go to these churches that are of Satan that tell them, once saved, always saved. You can never, you can just keep sinning. I can, you can kill people every day if you want to, and you'll still be saved. All you got to do is say a few Hail Marys, pray for us sinners, or uh, God, you know, oh God, oh God. God doesn't care anything about that. Hail Marys, he said, that angers him because, uh, or asking Mary to pray for you, that won't work. He, that angers God. That makes him ferocious against you. So, he says, to punish all disobedience of the Word of God, but only remember, Christians, if you are not sinning, then you can tell people not to sin. Okay, to obedience until you can't do that, uh, but only when your obedience is fulfilled. All right. Now we have uh, some letters. Where is the first one from, Sharon? From Nadola, Zambia, Africa. Caleb, what do they have to say? Dear Pastor Tony Alamo, I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, whom we serve and honor. I very much prospered in my spiritual life by your literature. My heartfelt gratitude to you for sending me your literature, which is my spiritual diet. Each edition is heart-stirring and full of new insights, especially in the area of preaching. I enjoy the Word of God on every page of it. I would appreciate it if I could get your future publications, too. I always find inspiration and spiritual guidance in all the articles and editions, and the author, Pastor Tony Alamo, is always biblically sound, which helps me and other Christians to grow. Many times I've asked God to give me wisdom and understanding, and already the literature has made a tremendous impact in my Christian life and has greatly transformed my vision altogether. Now for me to live is Christ and nothing else. Thank you for your long-suffering and the love you have for all of us who receive your materials. May our Lord Jesus Christ bless you always. Keep up the good work of sending literature, CDs, Bibles, tapes, radio programs, T-shirts, and sweatshirts. Please send six CDs, four Bibles, more literature for distribution, including the book entitled The Messiah. Keep up the good work, and God richly bless you to fulfill his calling in these last days. Thank you. God bless you. Daniel Mabiwi from Nadola, Zambia, Africa. Okay, isn't that something where Jesus, uh, sweet Jesus they call him, uh, he was very nice to people that kept his commandments and that were truly sorry for sinning and decided not to sin any longer. They came to Jesus and he healed them. Uh, but, uh, see, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood but against uh, principalities, uh, these different armies of uh, wickedness, evil demons that uh, get into people's heads. Like they land inside your head. Just, uh, I picture it as an airport. And then they put a thought in your mind, or uh, the t- TV will put a thought in your mind, some kind of filthiness, uh, and you'll lean towards that, but we uh, we don't war against them, uh, uh, flesh and blood, but against these satanic spiritual principalities. Uh, they have their own principles. They don't use the principles of God. 
against powers, that's spiritual powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual, see it's spiritual, uh, armies of wickedness in high places. This means high places, means celestial regions. Celeste. Celeste. Well, it's like the prince of the air is coming at you and landing in your head and putting thoughts in your head and in your heart. Now, Jeremiah is a little boy was told by God in uh, chapter 1, verse 10, See, God says to him, I have this day set you over the kingdoms and over the, um, whether the, over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull all these satanic evil spirits out of human bodies by telling them what God says. Root them out! And to pull down, uh, pull down these evil armies of imps that are landing in people's heads. These uh, actual armies of wickedness to pull them down and destroy and to throw down, uh, to build up, throw down these evil spirits or to destroy them with the word of God and to plant the seed, the word of God, into human beings. And that's a little, he says, God told him, don't you say I'm a little boy, because it doesn't matter if you're a little boy or if you're a grown man. If you have my word in you, you have the power of the Almighty God in you. So don't say that you're a young man. Young people can do that, amen? amen. They can preach the gospel. And uh, so, you know, God has goodness, it says. Behold the goodness of God. But behold the goodness and also he's severe. And behold the severity of God. If you don't do what he says. The goodness if you do what he says. And the severity if you don't do what he says. And this is what we've been reading is the promises of uh, the Lord in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Uh, goodness on those that keep his commandments and blessings and promises and promises of death, hell, and destruction if you don't do it. Um, on them which fell severity. They fell away from the Lord. But toward thee, goodness, if you continue in his goodness, in other words, keeping his commandments. Otherwise, you also shall be cut off, in other words, ripped out of the true olive tree and torn to shreds and sent to hell in the lake of fire. So don't let anybody tell you ever again uh, that the once saved always saved. Otherwise, the Lord wouldn't say, I'll blot your name out of my book of life. That means you're going to die forever in hell, screaming your heads off, chewing on your tongue, grinding your teeth, and just getting hoarse and more hoarse as every tens of thousands of years go by. So God is faithful. God is very faithful. Uh, 
you will draw life or uh, or much uh, sweetness from the promises. Uh, otherwise, the saints' uh, safety, only the saints' safety, lies in the strength and faithfulness of God, who is the promiser. But the present comfort and repose of an afflicted soul is gotten in to you or rewarded to you by faith because you rely on God. It's amazing how so many people rely on God to give them the goodness, the blessings, but they don't rely on him to send their souls to hell as he says he was. They think, well, he's lying. Uh, He's uh, telling the truth about if we get saved and keep his commandments that we go to heaven. But they never take into... uh, they never take into consideration the scriptures that say they shall surely die, they shall surely spend eternity in hell, and that they are not to sin anymore. God forbid that after salvation that you can still sin. So we have to rely on God as such. Hence, it is true, all believers are out of danger when in the sad in the most horrible condition that can befall them yet too many alas of them are under fears and dejections of spirit because their faith acts weakly on the mighty promises of mighty god So they are so timid and suspicious on a uh, regarding God, as though he's lying or something. Quote, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Matthew eight twenty six. You see the leak at which the water came in to sink. Uh, came into the boat to sink their spirits. They had, quote, little faith, unquote. It's not what God is in himself, but what our uh, apprehension at present are of God that uh, pacifies and comforts a soul in great straits whenever they're in great trouble. If a person fears that the house will fall on his head in a storm, even though it be as unmovable as a rock, yet that will not uh, ease his mind until he thinks it is uh, it to be so. Were man under the protection of never so faithful a friend as God? If you're under the uh, the uh, protection of God, eh, yet so long as your head is full of fears and jealousies, to the contrary, that God will at last leave and cast yourself out. God said, I'll never leave or forsake you if you're keeping my commandments. Amen? Amen. Okay, we have another letter here. Where is this one from, Sharon? From Ghana, Africa. Okay. 
Dear Pastor Lamo, I've received your parcel of Christian literature. I read some of them, and I'm highly moved in the spirit. I've spiritually appreciated your effort of winning souls for the kingdom of God. And I say, may God continuously open the heavens and pour down blessings of various sorts upon you, your family, and your descendants. Pastor, I've distributed the literature to people of different tribal races and mostly to the youth of today who have been trampled down by the devil and his antichrist agents and are being influenced to smoke herbs, do abortions, take drugs, be disobedient, etc. They are reading them and have become interested. Some have accepted Christ and are willing to be baptized by immersion. I say once again, may God richly bless you and your descendants. Pastor, I would be grateful if you can send more copies of your literature so that more people will read them and be saved. I have tried to preach to many people, and I've baptized them, and I'm still doing God's work by winning souls for Christ. Some are students, some are also jobless, some are illiterates, orphans, financially handicapped, etc., Financial conditions are very tough here in Ghana for an independent evangelist like me to be able to help these people to worship God well. I'm trying to support some of them by giving them clothing and footwear so they can live in comfort and go to church regularly. Pastor, I'm pleading if you can help by bringing us financial help or some clothing to support the work of winning souls for Christ so that our evangelism team can do better. Okay, our warehouses are full of clothing send it to them, and also more literature and Bibles and Messiah books, everything, so that uh, they can continue doing a good work. And also we have shoes and boots and things like that. Uh, Get up a big uh, container full of them and send them out immediately. Then what else? I would be happy to meet you face to face. I would like that as well. Then what? I'm ending here with my warmest compliments. Goodbye. Yours in Christ, Evangelist Franklin Konadu from Takaradi, Ghana, Africa. All right. Praise the Lord. I just love these letters that come in. and We never solicit them, but I surely love it when they do come in. Amen? Amen. All right. Now, um, uh, let's go to Deuteronomy uh, uh, chapter 28, verse what? 53. 53, so give the people a little, uh, few seconds here to get there. Many of you are probably already there because we left off there. Go ahead and start reading, please. And thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, the flesh of thy son. And that's what happened. People are eating. They're so hungry that they are actually, you see people today, and they have their heads examined, because. but it's not a, a physical thing. This War that's going on in the world today is a spiritual war, as the Bible says. Amen? Amen. And they're eating their own children. They're eating uh, human beings. They're, uh, they've become uh, very carnivorous. Uh, they call that uh, cannibalism, I believe. You see on these different stations that uh, are uh, telling us all the murders and all these uh, the things like this that are going on, cannibalism. So we're not, uh, we can't fight that, or we can't find that in the flesh. Uh, these people, these uh, idiots that are not saved, they do autopsies on these people that are doing all these major crimes, and they don't realize it, that it is a spiritual thing that's happening to them. Because we walk, uh, even though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. Uh, or as the flesh wars, 
We can't open up people's heads uh, and find out what's wrong with them. Or we can't uh, make excuses for them. The excuse is they didn't ever read the Bible. And if they read the Bible, they didn't believe God's promises. For the weapons of our warfare or uh, uh, or uh, our militia are not carnal. You can't check these evil things out by um, opening their heads or looking to see if there's anything different physically in their flesh than the flesh of a saint that has fallen to sleep. But mighty, uh, how is that? What is mighty? Uh, Nothing carnal is mighty because... uh, uh, it's uh, it's uh, the flesh is going to perish, but mighty in God to uh, for the destruction. Mighty in God to the destruction of fortresses, people that are cannibals, people that are into black magic people that are into voodoo and all the filth, the sexual promiscuity that is going on in the world, all the rapings and uh, the filthy liars in the world. We need to uh, pull these down by preaching the word of God to them. And God will not give us the words. He will not give us the power to do this if um, we are not walking in the spirit so we will not have no power of god in us to pull down these satanic strongholds we have to cast them down these imaginations destroying their evil reasonings and their evil ideas and their evil opinions and their evil plots and their evil arguments against the word of god so behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity, but toward the goodness, and, uh, but towards thee, goodness. But only if you continue in his goodness, keeping his commandments. Otherwise, you're also going to go to hell. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Now then, continue on. And thou shalt eat the fruit of thine own body, the see, flesh of the- cannibalism. Amen. Amen. And you see that all through the Bible that people do that, and you see it in the newspapers today. People eating human flesh, they're cannibals. Then mm-hmm. what? The flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee. That's like pigs. You know, when I was on the on the farm back in Miles City, Montana, you know, like you could see, like a baby pig would die and the mother pigs would go out there and eat their babies. People have become swine. That's why the Lord calls them uh, swine pigs. Those that fall away are like uh, dogs that have gone back to their vomit and pigs that have gone back to their wallowing in the mire of the world. The evil mire of the world. Okay, continue on. In the siege and in the straightness wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee. Verse 54. So that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eye 
shall be evil toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom and toward the remnant of his children which he shall leave. Verse 55. Now look at all the men that are leaving their wives. Amen? Amen. Because God is not blessing their lives with enough money to support them or to support the children because their mind is not stayed on the Lord. They're not getting uh, guidance and direction on what they should do in order to gain the knowledge of how to make uh, money uh, in today's society. And they're going crazy committing suicide because they don't have enough money to pay for gasoline to put in their car to go to uh, a job. And now the President of the United States, which is actually one of the uh, puppets of the international um, Roman Catholic cult, uh, is telling them that they're going to send them 1500 bucks. <laughs> That's going to drop on you and uh, support you like a drop of water on a very hot pancake grill. It won't last long, folks. Then what else? The country has been given away to our enemies because of your unfaithfulness mm -hmm. to the Lord. If you would get back to God, you'll see that God will support you, you and yours. Okay, then what? Verse 55, so that he will not give to any of them of the flesh of his children whom he shall eat. Because yeah, I'm not going to give you my son. I'm going to eat him up. I'm not going to give you my daughter. We're roasting her tomorrow. A bunch of swine. If you can't support them, what you do is drown them in your bathtubs. And then the evil one-world government uh, starts licking their wounds and say, well, they were crazy. It was, you know, they didn't really mean to do it. But well, we've known her all of our life, or him, you know, and they've always been real straight with us. But then when uh, trouble hits... And they don't have God to support them. And they don't go to him for direction, but they uh, they just throw their children out of windows. They give their children guns or they take them into uh, res uh, to, uh, grocery stores and tell them to instruct them to steal for them because you're like an armed band or like a bandit that's uh, hunted all the time always looking over your shoulder because you don't have God. Then what else? Because he hath nothing left him in the siege and in the straightness wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee in all thy gates. Yeah, your enemies are going to distress you. This is promise of God. These are all promises of God. Now, are not our enemies distressing us? I remember when they uh, hit 9-11 over there. They, on the 9-11, they uh, destroyed the World Trade Center over there. And everybody, I, I would go down to a uh, cafeteria to eat, and there wouldn't be anybody in there. They were so afraid. Why? Because you're distressed. You're afraid. You know that the leaders of this country are wrong, that they're evil, and you know that there's no blessing of God on America. And yet you sing, God bless America. Why should he bless America, you idiots? Okay? It's no longer America. It's a one-world government. Where is the Constitution? Uh, you know, where is any of the things that we had 
around 50 years ago. It's all been taken away from you. And they even told you we're going to take it away from you just like we're taking candy from babies because you're not heads. You're evil and you don't know it. And that's the trouble. If you knew it, you'd probably, you might, peradventure, some of you uh, go to the throne of the Lord and ask the Lord to move against these things and to give you, uh, as you start keeping his commandments, and to give you the blessings of the Lord. But these are promises of the cursings of the Lord, and they're coming to pass. Can't you see it? Amen. Are you that blind? You're like the blind, and then your ministers are the blind leading the blind. They're leading you into destruction because they're part of Satan's whole scheme, his entire scheme. Satan is leading you into the pit because he knows he's going to hell himself and into the lake of fire to burn forever. And he, he wants to uh, see you there as well. He doesn't love you. He hates your guts. Okay, go ahead. Verse 56, the tender and delicate woman among you, which would not adventure to set her, the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness. Yeah, she could even tell maybe if there was a feather under her mattress. Oh, my goodness, there's such a bump there, a little feather. Okay, then what? Her eyes shall be evil toward the husband of her bosom and toward her son and toward her daughter. Look at the divorce rate today. Yeah, they don't even want to because they belong to some phony church. And they don't want the embarrassment of getting a divorce. So what they do is they plan to kill their husband or their wife in bed because they have another lover. Another, they call lover, that's not love. That's uh, the devil slipped one in on them and they bought it. You people are lost. Don't you understand it? Then what? Verse 57, And toward her young one that cometh out from between her feet, and toward her children which she shall bear, for she shall eat them for want of all things secretly in the siege and straightness, wherewith thine enemy shall distress thee in the, thy gates. Yeah, they say, well, what was I supposed to do? I was hungry, so I ate little Jimmy for dinner. I was hungry. What do you want me to do, man? Am I supposed to starve to death? No, you're supposed to get to God, and God will give you, just like he did the people of Israel, manna on the ground 40 years, and then he gave them water as well, but you don't trust God. You're emboldened to not trust him. This man must needs have uh, an uncomfortable life. Even if you believed in God, you have a very uncomfortable life, senora or senora, uh, though without any cause. There's no reason for you people to have given up the United States to the Vatican. There was no need. We won every war that we fought, but now we're losers. You see then, uh, all of those people, uh, then of what importance it is to keep up the vigor. The vigor and the vivacity of your faith on the power, quote, power and truth of the promises. And if you uh, mean to do this, um, in other words, banish common sense and common reasoning from being your counselors, how can Abraham not 
to stagger in his faith to the promise was so strange. How come? Abraham was told that uh, God, by God to go to a place that he didn't know what was going to happen there. But uh, Abraham never staggered at that. But you people here, I read the, uh, had, uh, Sharon read the uh, uh, promises of uh, uh, blessings for those that keep the commandments. He, he said, the Bible just tells you how to get it and to give it uh, also the curses. I remember when I was a child, uh, like it was our, our family was cursed. Cursed. Because they weren't keeping the commandments. But I noticed that when I started keeping the commandments, I mean, everything started going uh, the way the Lord said that it would go in his word. How can, uh, could Abraham not uh, stagger in his faith? Uh, though the promise was so strange to him. The apostle re, uh, uh, resolves us, uh, quote, uh, that Abraham, he considered not his own body now dead. What he means is it's so dead, so old that he can't even uh, have children any longer. Romans 4.19. And what made... Zacharias, real, in other words, faint in faith. Hmm? What was it? He made sense of his counselor uh, and uh, thought he was too old for such uh, news to be true. You're going to have a child. This is the bane of faith. Lyndon Bain Johnson. You know what the word Bain means? That means this is the killer of faith. Look it up in the dictionary. Okay, no, you don't have to. Okay, not now. Our people started running from the dictionary. But um, you can look it up, okay? They can look it up after this program. This is the bane of faith, the killer of faith. And consequently, of it takes away all the comfort whenever you're going to be in a, in affliction and everybody's going to have problems amen, amen. so do you want uh, to have a killer effect of your faith we are to pro uh, prone to carry out our faith with thomas <laughs> at our fingers huh is that what we're supposed to do our fingers ends and to trust God no further than our hand of sense can reach. Well, I'll believe God if I can stick my fingers in his hands and thrust my hand in his side. Well, Jesus came into the uh, room and uh, led him. He says, go ahead and stick your fingers in these uh, nail holes in my hand and thrust your uh, fist into my side because I'm flesh and bone. Spirits don't have flesh and bones. I was a man. I'm a man. I've always said I was a man, and I am risen from the dead, a dead man risen from the dead. I'm alive. Amen? Amen. So it's not far that sense 
can reach, in other words, our common sense, uh, our carnal sense cannot reach, but little further than uh, reason, common carnal reason, uh, per uh, blend that uh, the eye can see. God is often on his way to perform a promise and bring joyful news to his afflicted servants when sense and reason, in other words, you start using your common sense, or which isn't anything at all, carnal sense rather, and your carnal reasoning conclude their case uh, desperate. I mean, the conclusion of your desperation is that you're going to still be desperate. Amen? Amen. Because none of my family sought the Lord before I was saved, and their condition was always desperate. But when I started believing the Lord when I got saved, then everything started showing up. I was so happy and full of joy. So these then, which is human sense, human reasoning, and faith, are distinct and uh, must not, I mean must never, be confounded. Some things we know by sense, which we do not understand the reason of, as the sympathy of the uh, uh, lodestone with uh, iron why it draws the base metal or the metal that is base and not gold and why the mariner's needle responds to uh, north point rather than any other point some things are apprehended by reason that are not um, discerned by sense as the uh, magnitude of the sun's body to exceed the circumference of the earth which the eye being judged may be almost covered with one's hat okay let's continue on verse 58 if thou wilt not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book that thou mayest fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God. Verse 59, Then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful, and the plagues of thy seed, even great plagues and of long continuance. Oh, yeah, look at the uh, Israel. You know, people are not been called by God to punish the Jews or any disbeliever. We're supposed to preach the gospel to them. Amen? Amen. Because it was through the Jews that you people have any Bible at all. They're the ones that wrote the Bible. Okay? And so how could you hate a Jew? And they're the ones that God took out of a dead man's loins and a dead woman's womb. They're miraculous people. Because God blesses them. But he curses anyone that curses the Jew. He said that to Abraham. He says, I'll curse them that curse thee, the Jew, and I'll bless them that bless thee. And you can see in the Bible that that actually has come to pass. Amen? Amen. Okay, continue reading. We've got one minute left. And sore sickness and of long continuance, verse 60. Yeah, your sickness is going to last forever. Then what? 
Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt. These are promises, okay, of God, and they will come to pass. Believe me. Believe God, and believe me when I tell you what God says. Then what? Which thou wast afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Verse 61, And also every sickness and every plague, which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. These are promises of the wrath of God on people that don't keep his commandments. Then what? Verse 62, And ye shall be left few in number, whereas ye were as the stars of heaven for multitude, because thou wouldest not obey the voice of the Lord thy God. And did God keep that promise? Yes, those people, all the elder ones, fell uh, in the desert, on the, in the wilderness, because they did not keep the commandments of the Lord. And only the young ones were able to go into the promised land with the exception of Joshua and Caleb. Even Moses, when he struck the rock twice. Uh, was not able to go in. He had to go up to Mount Pisgah and view the land from there. Well, my time is up. Let's take uh, take this up again mañana, tomorrow, okay? I'm not Spanish. I'm Italian and Jewish-Italian, all right? I'm primarily Jewish. All right, and I'm a completed Jew. Now then, those of you that want the blessings, uh, that would be crazy for you not to. Of course, a lot of people want the blessings. They want uh, the sweetness of God. Uh, and, but you have to remember that if you don't take the sweetness, you're not going to get any uh, goodness from God whatsoever because he's severe against those that won't do what he says. So the common the common sense would tell you and even spiritual sense, which you've been receiving for the last uh, few years from me, is uh, best to say this prayer, which will save your soul. And But you have to continue to the end. And you will, because the power of God will enter you, giving you the ability to be able to do that. All right, uh, so say this prayer. Um, say to God, My Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood to take away all my sins. They're drowned in the sea of God's forgetfulness. And he never, never, ever believes them or uh, will remember them anymore unless you begin sinning again. So we know that that won't happen because the power of God. I, hope, uh, I believe, God, you drew, uh, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me. And I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, just praise and thank the Lord, because you're saved now. And uh, read the King James Version of the Bible, the old version, not the new one. And Sharon, tell everyone, uh, our listeners, uh, how they can receive a copy of this program, number 583. It's free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, 
P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for another powerful message of leading you into the kingdom of heaven it works folks it really works now uh pat boone you know i don't know how good of a christian is but he wrote some good words on this uh he didn't write the music but the words of exodus and i love the song and i'd love to sing it and it's another joe Leahy arrangement with our orchestra and choir uh it's called this land is mine. God made this land for his saints, not for these devils. All right? Remember that. It's ours. This land is mine. The Exodus. Oh.